Welcome back, everybody, to the Padawan Podcast, Apocalypse Movies, all Star Wars podcasts, where we are breaking down everything from the galaxy far, far away. And today, that is focusing on the Skywalker Saga. We're not talking about books, we're not talking about shows, not talking about comics. We are focusing on all three trilogies in the Skywalker Saga and finally revealing our best moments in the Skywalker Saga. If you have joined us the past couple of weeks, you have noticed that we've been breaking down each sequel trilogy, or each trilogy, excuse me, um, in the saga, uh, revealing our best moments in those individual three movies. Well, now we have finally combined them into one giant list, and we are going to be revealing today 10 through number number 10 through number 6. And with me today to do that, we have Obi-Wan Jacoby all the way across town at his apartment. No, said it wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's not across town. Across across the galaxy, excuse oh, me. Wow. There I we thought go. he was saying you said my name Yeah, wrong. I didn't say his like, name wrong. I was like, right? what are you talking right. about? How you doing? Well, hello there. I'm excited to do this. This is going to be fun. And we have Grant Admiral Sino himself. How are you doing, sir? Not too bad. Ready All righty. Is that, is that your cold your cold hello? Not too bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's get into this, boys. So uh, we have quite the list. And... Uh, the way we came about this, um, we took our individual list and we ranked them as we usually do here on the podcast, um, on the channel that is, and we give them points. And so the number one in uh, on the list gets the highest amount of point and the lowest number on the list gets the least amount of points. And uh, we did a, a number, uh, a ranking of 15. Um, and so we had a, a, a list of 15 moments that we had on our individual list. And we broke them down into one giant consensus list. And so um, these aren't what Jacob wants. This isn't what Brian wants or I want. This is just what our points combined to be. And uh, it's what we have to uh, unfortunately agree on. So um, <laughs> we have seen the list. Um, what are Before we get started, I mean, are you guys shocked by the list or? Um, there's. No, honestly, I don't. You clearly, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Hate yeah. this list. I don't hate the list, but I'm definitely shocked. But I don't think it's that horrible, personally. I mean, no, I'm not shocked by it. Actually, it like most of the things that were supposed to make it made it. The order is questionable, but this is the what we decided. You know, it's. We're not thinking about what everyone else is doing when we're making this list. We're just thinking about our own list, and then they just have to naturally combine. Exactly. So it it makes sense for us. Um, the order the order of the top ten is what is going to be controversial, not what's in the top ten. Well yeah. said. Well said. All right, well. But I'm curious what is so upsetting to you, yeah. Jake. But I guess we'll find out in these next two. Yeah, we will, we will discuss that. Uh, I don't think you do. Mm-hmm. I don't think you do. Um, all right, well, let's get on to this, boys. Uh, number 10, and we are going to be starting with the first movie ever made in the Star Wars uh, galaxy. Galaxy, I said it. There you go. Um, starting with A New Hope, <laughs> and we have Obi-Wan explaining the Force to Luke Skywalker at the beginning of the film. Yes. And this is solely because Jacob had it at his number one spot on his list. So why don't yeah. you kick us off, Mr. Bartley? What is it about this scene? I always go to this scene when we talk about star wars moments and it is one of the reasons why obi-wan is one of my favorite characters or is my favorite character but also i do think the reason why i have it so high and i'm sure you guys had it on your list but not as high as me we did is because star star wars is arguably about the force Mm -hmm. and 
if you need a quick summary of the force, you just need to show someone this clip and they're good to go. So that's why it's kind of so important to me. And I love the way Alec Guinness does it. He does it like he doesn't really he's not really trying that hard. He's just like, well, here's what the force is like. There you go. Now, you know, all you need to know. So I just love the performance in the scene. And it's this whole scene really is has a lot in it. It's the first time we see a lightsaber ignited. It's the first time. Uh, well, obviously, it's we see Obi-Wan give Luke Anakin's lightsaber. So there's a lot of things going on in this moment. So I think it does definitely deserves to be on here. And I'm glad it made it. I'm I'm actually surprised it's as low as it is, to be honest. Because you're the only one that put it on a list. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's... Look, I, I, I adore this scene. I, I really do. There, This saga is full of so many moments just like this. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, you had mentioned how it's the first time we see a lightsaber. It's the first time ever we see a two-dimensional lightsaber. <laughs> it's, it's, literally, it's literally a blade. It's not the lightsaber we know today. It's literally a single... You can tell in the scene, too, how... Yeah. Like how far the effects have come is wild, but um, it's the first time we ever hear of Anakin Skywalker, right? It's the first time we ever hear of the Clone Wars. It's the first time yeah. we ever hear of how how badass of a pilot he was, and so there's a lot inside the scene outside of just explaining what the Force is. And like you said, I don't think the scene works without it being Alec Guinness because he's just so he's got that that accent, right? He's so like a prestigious of a man. And he brings yeah. that to that type of scene. And so um, I, I would never argue with someone who has it as high as you. Um, and it's it's definitely a well-deserved scene on this list for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the thing that gets me with this scene the most is his reference to the Clone Wars. Because, I mean, I'll go a couple of, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks, I should say, without seeing it. And I'll forget about the fact that he says the Clone Wars and that every time I hear it, it throws me off and I'll be like, wait, did they add that part? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> was wait. that in the special edition? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, no, they already had it planned out. So it's it's definitely a cool scene. And his I just love his voice. Yeah. His voice is just so. His voice is everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on to number nine, guys. And this is the. The first one on our list to have two people who had it on uh, their top 15, and that is because of Jacob and I. I'm so happy this one made the list. I was afraid it wasn't going to make the list. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. we are jumping exactly 40 years into the future to Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi. And the moment of all moments in the film is when Force Ghost Yoda comes about to talk to Luke Skywalker in a time of need. Um, and this came in with 16 points. I'll say uh, number 10, Obi-Wan explaining the force came in with 15 points. And this one beat it by one point uh, with That's 16. Um, I'm more pissed off at my number 11. <laughs> uh, we'll reveal that uh, on our next episode when we talk about our mentions. But um, look, this this scene, I think we may have mentioned it when we talked about our sequel trilogy, um, our rankings. And we both had it on our list. This scene is so much to not just Star Wars fans, but to fans of Luke Skywalker and to fans of, of Yoda as well, because it brings us back to those moments on Dagobah from The Empire Strikes Back, right? And their relationship um, of Master and Padawan, and not just the training aspect, but they're just like very quiet, homey conversations inside Yoda's hut. Um, 
talking about the force and it's such a different conversation about the force because it's about failure and how failure is the best of the teachers and how you can learn from it instead of running away from it and you know there's this gigantic fire in the background of the first ever jedi temple and there's so many things going on in the scene uh obviously we have classic funny yoda too bonking him on the head and bringing down lightning which is a whole new force power and so there's a lot of layers to it but it's that you know that an emotional conversation between the two of them and how luke for the first time in we don't know how long has opened himself back up to the force and that allows someone like yoda to come back to him and tell him hey it's okay like everyone makes mistakes you learn from it you move on from it and that's when he kind of goes back into the fold obviously with the things that follow on crate um but i but i love the scene i think it's one of the greatest scenes to ever be created in star wars and i give all the credit to ryan johnson for kind of bringing that to life because in a, in a movie that seems a little off sometimes in star wars this is like a full-fledged Star Wars scene that the movie, you know, was really calling for in that in that time period for me anyway. I completely agree with you. I'm so happy that it made the list. And this there's this or one other scene is arguably the best scene in all of the sequel trilogy. It's there's it's hard to argue against it and it this is definitely the most Star Wars scene. Uh, in the whole trilogy, I would say, because it it gives you that familiarity with Yoda and Luke, and it's a different way of showing them because we see them on Dagobah where it's just them two. Well, R two's there mm-hmm. at R two's not there. Is R two there in uh, Return of the Jedi? Yes. Well, he must be yes. right, but yeah. So, but basically, the only two speaking live beings there are these two people, and then we see them again. 30 plus years later in this scene where Yoda's a force ghost and it's just kind of a great echo in the Star Wars universe so it, it has to be on a list somewhere not for me I didn't put it <laughs> I didn't put it on my list um, that's crazy uh, let me I, ask you this is there a reason why uh, I don't know I I mean I was trying to think of like stuff that to me is like always gonna really stand out in my resonate mind, with you made a like huge impact and it just wasn't one that did it could also play into the fact that i'm not afraid to say i'm not a huge yoda person um wow I, so i i don't know it just if it was maybe top 20 maybe um you didn't have any top 20 did we make it out of 20? You you gave me a list of top 20, and okay, it wasn't maybe top 20. 30, then maybe I would have put it. But, uh, you don't deserve to like Baby Yoda anymore. <laughs> I said Yoda. I don't... My, nope. No, I, I didn't say his species. liking the species privileges from now nope, on. That's not how it works. Uh, I I just... Yeah. It's... It's a, it's a good scene. I will agree with you in the aspect that it is one of the more, like natural star wars feeling scenes out of that whole movie which that whole movie is takes drastic turns at times so uh for it to be like the nat like a natural star it is a very natural star wars scene where he sits down explains something all that whole thing but yeah All right, well, let's move on to number eight, and we are moving on to the sequel of The Last Jedi. The lone scene from The Rise of Skywalker to make this list at number eight is 
I Am All the Jedi, the famous race scene where she calls back to the multiple Jedi throughout the trilogy, and not just the trilogy, but the entire Skywalker canon line, including multiple characters from animated shows. Um, just canon in yes. general, really, I would yes. say. Yeah. Um, and I, I had it at my, I had it the highest. I had it at actually at number 13. Uh, or excuse me, number three, not 13, with 13 points. Um, <laughs> so like, this what? tied with uh, Force Ghost Yoda at number nine, but the reason why it's it's one slot higher is it's because two of us had it on our list, and uh, Brian had it on his list uh, on top of mine. And even though I had it a little bit higher, I'm going to let Brian start this one off. What is it about the scene that, uh, that kind of just hit you to make it on your top 15 list? Uh, the importance of the scene. Um if you know me, I prefer uh, I am all the Sith, but um, uh, but he did say that. Yeah, he did say that. I know. I've been trying to find a shirt to counteract your "I am all the Jedi" one, but uh, I'm sure there's one. I can't one. find one, but um, I'll just make one. Wow, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's an important scene. Um, I I mean, it literally brings characters that have been around for decades into the fold. Um, I would have liked to hear maybe like a few other characters or a few more prominent voices, but um, it it's definitely important. It's it almost kind of feels like that scene's like a like the culmination of like all these movies, all nine so- or all nine movies, like yeah. This one moment, um, but yeah, I. It's an important scene. It definitely deserves to be on there. Um, it's funny, actually, kind of like looking at it. I'm the more I'm talking about it, I'm like, eh, this could have gotten probably a little higher. Wow, um, I can't believe you. But what? It would have. It would have put it up higher. You know how much I love that scene. <laughs> well, two of mine didn't even make the top five. My there's top multiple. Fives. There's multiple versions of so, all of our list. But um, but yeah, it's an important scene. Uh, I mean. It's which kind of, what you said you had mentioned that you would have seen, like to have seen other characters. Which characters did you have in mind, if any? Um, I I personally think Ahsoka probably should have had more than just the like. Would she have two lines that mm-hmm. were like maybe a word or two long? Um, I I would have much rather heard her voice than the two other female Jedi's just because I have no attachment to those characters. Um, I, I would have probably maybe liked to heard Anakin's voice a little bit more. Uh, yeah. To, I'm, I'm drawing a blank now. No, it's all good. It's all spot, good. On the spot. I'll put you on the spot. I, you on the the spot. second we move on, I'll probably start thinking <laughs> of people, but, uh, yeah. Jacob, you were the lone one who didn't have it on your list. What's the uh, reason behind that one? Uh, I do like the moment, and I especially like the moment with Ray on her back saying, please join me, and looking up to the stars, and then you start hearing the voices. That moment right there, everything to, like, before she gets up is just gold. Like, 10 out of 10, amazing, perfect. But then I don't necessarily like her confrontation with Palpatine right after that when she gets up. I don't like how they handled her defeating Palpatine physically what happened 
But I do love the moment of her rising. That is beautiful. But just overall, because I have to include her getting up and using the lightsabers and destroying Palpatine in that. Just overall, I don't love it. But I got. I have to admit that the Jedi speaking to her. And I do like everyone that they included and how much they said. Because everybody had two lines with a couple words in it. Or less than that. And I do think... I forget the name of the other. There was a couple Jedi's that we don't know off the top of our head by names normally, mm-hmm. right? That not there's two Jedi's that aren't very mm-hmm. popular, and it was fine to include them because you want to have a diverse group. So it, I don't mind that, but it just isn't enough, and it's still new to me. So I've only seen the movie maybe three times, so it's still fairly new to me for me to consider it one of my top 15 moments of all time. Yeah, uh, you had you had said that only uh, all of them basically have one or two lines. Luke Skywalker only had the one line, and it was the very end. Um, so it was kind of spread out very evenly, and I think the reason why is just because you, you had mentioned it was like a culmination of all nine movies, and you wanted to kind of bring it all together, and having not just four main people that we know speaking, you know, 30 different lines, you have eight, nine, ten of them kind of spread a little bit more evenly throughout it and it's it's a little bit more touching because it's also not just those who love the prequels and the originals but it's people like us who we adore the clone wars and we adore rebels and yes. we adore the books yeah and, it, and those characters even though like even though audience members aren't going to know who they are and realistically you don't really need to know who they are to us when we hear that we're like oh my god like they actually just did that and they're bringing back the actresses who played them if they've been on live action or the actresses who voiced them on the animation side. And it's just such a good feeling. And I think that's the reason why I love it so much is because, you know, I, I kind of include it. Uh, you know, you had mentioned that, Jacob had mentioned that it starts when she says, be with me, and she's looking up to the stars. And we go through the lightning, it goes to the black and white, and, and we hear all these voices come out. And that that moment is so incredibly beautiful. But I, I yes. do personally like when she says, you know, I am all the Jedi. And she's got the two sabers, and she's cross-guarding it against Palpatine. And I know that for the, I'm probably in the minority on that one. Um, but I just love that moment where he says, I am all the Sith, and she counters with, I am all the Jedi. And I can just... I can picture all of them standing behind her while she's doing this, just like giving her this kind of power and this ability to be able to do this and, and kind of just, you know, defeat him. Um, it, it's like, it's exactly what we said about, uh, you know, the previous one with Force Ghost Yoda. It just feels so Star Wars to me. And I don't know why. I, it's hard to explain, but it just does for me. Well, because, I mean, that literally the beginning of the movie started with her trying to do trying that trying to do that and then yeah at the very end she's able to do it and to pay it's off. the most important time of anything because she's about to either die or defeat palpatine and she's able to do it so you know what it reminds me of it's a grander scale version of obi-wan talking to luke at the end of a new you hope you'll find any and way to attach obi-wan to no, anything i'm serious though it's a it's a bigger version mm-hmm. of that. Uh, that was the big, the moment of the the end of the movie where the they, targeting you know, computer, they, right? Where the celebration happened. Like, yeah, exactly. Right before, yeah, he does that. That was the climax of the movie. So this this was kind of the climax of the movie when she kills mm-hmm. Palpatine. So it real, I think it is an echo of that in a larger Definitely. way. Definitely. Um, one yeah. master. I remember one master. And this is just me being me overthinking things. The one that died from all, right? Oh, what? 
Oh, sorry. No, Lauren, she's sorry. one of the voices. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, no, I would have. I think just kind of it would have been kind of cool just for us uh, to have like Depa, Depa Balaba just out of the fact that like she was Kanan's master. So you oh, hear, oh, so you hear oh, Kanan's voice and like her cool. and then at the end. That'd be cool. So. Uh, on a side note, Jacob, we were uh, Brian and I were talking before we got started here. What do you think about the Rise of Skywalker being our first official movie commentary on the channel? Whoa, that is a great idea because it's coming out on Blu-ray today and tomorrow. Yes, today. Oh, that's right. By the time this is released. Oh today. yeah, yes, today. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so it'll be Tuesday, yes. right? So uh, that's a great idea. I mean, it makes sense for the newest Blu-rays mm -hmm. coming out, and you know it's going to be a controversial, especially one, with the so five of us. I, and you know Keith is going to be mad. Yeah. I, yes, that's perfect. Cool. All right, well, let's move on to number seven. Um, and we have three left, or two left, excuse me. And we are going back all the way in time to the first official prequel movie, The Phantom Menace, the lone Phantom Menace moment to make it on this top ten list. And that comes none other than the Anakin Skywalker pod racing sequence. Um, look, Wait, I got to say, say. on the list or just this video? On the top ten. There's, there's there's another. Oh, sorry, sorry. I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. And the, he meant through the ten to six. six. That's, 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 that's my that's my fault. Yes. Um, look, <laughs> this. If there wasn't a specific other scene in this movie or sequence in this movie, this is the sequence that people would ever. And look, everyone talks about it already, but this is the one that would yes. run over everything in this film if there wasn't for another one. This is. If we've talked about it before, I think I even may have mentioned it on our episode about the prequel trilogy. This is the one thing I want to see adapted in a series is pod racing. I want to see this extended yeah. more. I want to see more of this world, not just because because we know through other canon books and, and comics and stuff that it takes place on multiple worlds, if not every world. And I, just, I was just reading a comic and they were pod racing on some world I've never even heard of. Yeah, and so I, I want to see this extended oh, cool. with... A racer type type of atmosphere, and that all begins with George Lucas's idea to throw a ten year old kid inside a pod racer, and it just be one of the coolest scenes we've ever seen in Star Wars. The way yeah. that it's shot, the way that it sounds, like the sound mixing behind it all sounds incredible. Oh, oh incredible! Um, and, yeah, it's just everything about it is so cool. It's the most. It's got to be one of the most unique scenes or sequences in all of Star Wars because it's essentially racing in Star Wars, and we've only seen that once or twice beforehand. Car in space. And it, it's just, it's so fun. It's so different. And I, I always remember that trailer when they threw, when they showed pod racing in the games. Obviously, the pod racing, they just announced they're remaking the pod racing game. Well, re-releasing re it. Well, I think they might be remastering it. Uh, if, either way, I mean, they're re-bringing they're re it to us. Um, and so for me, th there's no way you can talk about a top 10 list um, without having the Phantom Menace pod racing scene on it. Yeah. I agree. I agree, too. I mean... Other than the top four, we didn't agree, all three of us, on any other thing other than this one. Mm -hmm. Literally, Well, so far, out of the ones we went through so far, this is the one we agree on the yeah. most. And like I said, out of this whole list, there's I'm looking at 28 of them. There's numbers one, two, three, and four. And then this one. And this one are the only ones we all agreed should be on the list so it tells you right there that we all know it's and think of its importance and i mean how much we love that i mean i had 
I had Sebulba's pod racer. I had Anakin's pod racer toy. I had the I had the Lego set. Yeah, of Anakin's oh. pod racer. I I had the video game. I will probably buy the video game again when yep. it comes out. <laughs> and it's just oh, I wonder if you could play it against people. That would be cool. But uh, oh. uh but yeah, it's such a good scene because it's like like you said the noises. You could literally just close your eyes and just listen to it. And I mean. I remember being little, just like kind of like moving with it, and it's it's arguably one of the coolest things that Star Wars has ever put on the screen. Agreed, so. Jacob. I agree. It is the most uh, most thing in the forefront we've seen as far as the sports in Star Wars. It's we saw those little fo- uh, robots playing football in the background <laughs> in uh, in Attack of the Clones, but. This is seems more legit than than that for sure as far as existing in the Star Wars world and it's very dangerous it's you have the Tusken Raiders trying to shoot them down <laughs> I you love can that easily scene. die doing this Mo- all of them crashed except Anakin and Sebulba and then Sebulba crashes at the yep. end right so it's such a cool thing and it uh, there's a, like a mythology of its own to it you can't no, most humans can't do it unless they're force sensitive there's a lot to go into it. They can build their own. Anakin built his. And can you imagine being a just a young kid? And I'm sure this was you, Jake, who's into cars, and you're just seeing this translate into being into Star Wars. It's such a really cool thing. And I'm glad it uh, it's something that we all three had on our list. And it makes sense because we're, we're prequel mm-hmm. babies, right? We all grew up watching the prequels. And I, so there has to be a couple prequel moments on this list for sure. And this is definitely one of the best from the whole trilogy i can just imagine you know if obviously if i if i could walk into disney tomorrow and be like they it's a guarantee that they make my series a pod race and i give he has this sweet slick name and he's got like long hair and he puts a helmet on and he's just and his hair is flown in the wind and he's like this badass pod racer and it's on some crazy world or they transfer to different worlds and do this pod racing stuff that'd be so cool just to see like follow like a group of racers who hate each other it almost shocks me that they haven't done something like that well they tried to stay away from the prequels for so long i know but it it's just something that like seems so it's almost one of those like it's so easy that it's like why Mm. aren't you doing it just because maybe that's why it's a safe bet me i don't eventually they will i think i mean even even an animated series i'd be fine with an animated series if i was being honest uh, i'd be fine with that too i mean It lends it because live action would be. It lends itself a little more, obviously, because it's racing. So. Oh, but Jacob, even if it was expensive, you can't tell me that people would probably not clamor to like. Well, they could probably easily do it if they're giving ten million dollars to Mandalorian an episode. No, and I do want this to be a series, not a movie. If they do it, it would have to be a series where it's following this one racer and a group of racers and. You know they're going on this tour or something, and they try to win, win this. What is it called in in racing? It's not a tournament, Cup. but a like a series a of races. I don't a, know. A different, different. They call it different. Something things. like that. Just yeah. I Jake and I have talked about that for years. We would that would be so awesome. Yeah. It's just it's 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 ripe for the picking. And I mean, it shows you when that video game came out long time ago. Uh, I mean, it was I still even, popular today. Yeah, and it. Got reannounced by um, just last week. Uh, Nintendo last week, and people lost their minds. Yeah. <laughs> lost their minds, and 
it, it, it shows you that it's something that hasn't lost really any steam and people still it came out in 1999 that the video year of the movie which is cool so that game is oh god my math skills on the spot really old 21 brian i know i was kidding okay geez. Uh, 21 years <laughs> but uh 21 years old in the excitement level is still people are freaking out about it yeah, so it's exciting. Just honestly, like at this point, because like it's so old, just give me anything on it—a comic series, another video game. I mean, I I'd be cool with a, a live action or an animated series because obviously animation would probably lend itself a little bit more. Um, it out of all these scenes that we're going to talk about, um, and we have a lot on on the honorable mention list. Um, this is probably the one that lends itself best to see more of. Obviously. Oh, easily. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, look at how we just talked about it for a TV show. You can't tell me people would not be interested in a 10 episode series of a group of pod racers that go around 10 different planets following maybe this one character that's trying to win it underdog. And just, it, it would be so, so cool. Oh. So God, I'm, cool. I'm getting so excited. Okay, we gotta move on. Yeah. Gotta move on. Um, all right, so we are on to number six, gentlemen, and that is our final uh, moment sequence scene of today, and that is one of the most famous ones of all of Star Wars. And it's a shame that one of us did not have it. One of us did not have it on his list. Oh, I just noticed. Uh, hold that. on, let me reveal oh the scene. Hold on, let me reveal the scene. Drag me first. Wow. So, uh, Pod Racing came in at number seven at, with 18 points. This one comes in at number six with 23 points, and that is thanks to both Jacob and I. That is The Empire Strikes Back. I love you. I know scene between Han and Leia. The most famous love scene of all time. Yeah, Brian, I'm explain starting. yourself. Uh, I'm looking at it. I don't know how it wasn't on my list. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> I, it's, I will oh, say this. Wow. It wouldn't. It probably wouldn't. I don't know if I. It would have shifted anything higher into the top four, for me. Would it made have top? Would it have made the top five? If you had ranked it, if you would have ranked oh, it, it would have, it would have it been would have at least the fifth. Number five. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, easily. That sucks. Well, even if it had one yes. more point, it, it would have tied. Been number five. It would have. Right? It would have tied yeah. with points, but it would have beat it because it was on all three lists. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. When I looked at the list, I go. I the first thing I saw was that, and I was like. Oh, I didn't that's a shame. A that. That's shame. Uh, it, shame. That's fine. You can <laughs> you can sound the shame whistle. Um, uh, it wouldn't have probably gotten higher than four. Looking that's fine. At ours. That's fine. But uh, hey, I mean, look, number six out of twenty eight on our list, and everything in Star Wars is still pretty good. Yeah, but that one should be higher than that. Agreed. That one should have been top five. Um, but yeah, I don't, don't even come to me because I'm I. Have I should have nothing to say? I I, ex I explain myself on our our individual uh, video on the on the original trilogy. You know, it's iconic. Um, as I mentioned just just now, it's it's the most iconic love scene of all time, in my opinion. Um, it's said everywhere, not just with Disney fans or Star Wars fans. It's it's well known through the galaxy of people. When you say "I love you," I know you know exactly what that is. People send the meme back and forth, or the GIF, I should say. And so, um, there to me, 
There's no way you can have a have a list of best moments in Star Wars without talking about Han and Leia, but more specifically, without talking about this scene, I love you, I know, not just because of that, but also because of what comes after that with, or before that, excuse me, when Han tells Chewie, it's your job to take care of her now. Like the emotional punch yep. it brings to you is it has so much force to it. And so for me, like having it high is like a must. I agree. And now that you mentioned that, it was for people who watching that for the first time, not knowing Return of the Jedi was coming, it's almost like a character yes. dying in a way. Because you don't know what's going to happen after that. So it's crazy that to think that, you know, Han Solo, arguably, you know, your second or third lead character, it was basically at least, if not killed, you know, frozen during this scene. So to wa- to have this lead up to it, it's such a great moment. And it perfectly describes their relationship together because it the start of Empire Strikes Back starts with them arguing and it builds up all the way until this moment. And it, it's so great. And I always say... Han and Leia is the greatest love story ever told, in my opinion. Just like you were saying, Jake, like this is the greatest love story moment in any movie. Their story is the greatest ever told because to me, their relationship and the way it developed felt natural. It was never forced. They, They didn't even like each other at first. And I hate when movies do the thing where they see each other and one of them is in love at first sight. Neither of them felt that way. They just kind of... They were kind of the antithesis of each other, and they kind of came together naturally throughout the movie. So this moment just captures all of that in a couple lines. So it's it's beautiful. So I, I'm glad it made the, the list, obviously, but I think it could have been higher like we just discussed. And that happens sometimes. I just did the math. You know, sometimes we forget <laughs> about moments and we uh, or we change our mind later that we wanted to put them in. But... I, you know, as long as it's on this list and not near the bottom, I'm happy. It would, I would have, I went through it, went down, no better, better, better. I would have, it would have gotten seven points for me. So it would have came in and it would have tied for fourth. Yeah. So. And it would have, it would have, it would have been fifth technically because the number four one has something higher uh, as far as where it's ranked. So it would have been fifth on our list, which. A fifth and sixth, look, it's it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. But it's just the it's the label of top ten, top five is what we're talking about. So um but yeah, that wraps up uh our our ranking for today. We didn't want to reveal all ten of them. Uh we wanted to be able to leave time to discuss all of yes. them and kind of uh have some fun with it. And this also leaves some time to talk about a few of the honorable mentions that missed the cut. Um, because we did do ten through six. Um but before we do that, let's run through these real quick. So at number ten we have uh, the moment in A New Hope where Obi-Wan is explaining the Force to Luke at number uh, with 15 points. At number 9, we have Force Ghost Yoda speaking to Luke in The Last Jedi with 16 points. At number 8, we have Rey saying, or the Rey sequence, I am all the Jedi from the Rise of Skywalker with 16 points. At number 7, we have the Phantom Menace pod racing sequence with 18 points. And at number 6, we have I Love You, I Know from The Empire Strikes Back with 23 points. Gentlemen, gentlemen, what do you think uh, about the beginning of our list? Good. I like it a lot, to be honest. Uh, I, I'm very happy with it, and I don't want to talk about the overall list yet. We'll talk about that next yep. episode, but I am very, <laughs> very happy with the way our list has started, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I like that the lower half has kind of 
if you look at our numbers, it's like they're similar. And then you could tell our higher half when you get to it, the numbers are similar, but higher. So it mm-hmm. just kind of solidifies that these were like the important ones. It's like a solid, there. solid numbers. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it, it's a good mix of mom- like different mm-hmm. eras and different trilogies. Except for one, which we'll speak about next next episode. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get to a few of these honorable mentions here. Um, we will do – let's do the top three for now. Why don't you just do 20 to 16? Well, no, we'll reveal, we'll reveal some some on the next episode as well because we That's have – I'm saying 20 to 16 and then the, the Okay, top fair enough. We'll do, the, we'll do the top 20 to 16. Okay, so um, – and a lot of these have the same amount of points because – uh, essentially everything on 11 through 28 is all ones that we voted by ourselves. It's all separate. Only one of them came in with um, two people ranking it on their list. And so at number 20, we have Yoda lifting Luke's X-Wing. Um, I ranked that myself. It was in my lower half um, from The Empire Strikes Back. But it's just a beautiful moment in my opinion. It's kind of like the first moment of like, Again, going back to the Force Ghost Yoda speaking to Luke, it's the moment of failure. Like you can learn from it. It's not just the one time you try it. You have to keep attempting it, and you kind of have to channel this this inner ability and this this confidence. Um, so I thought that was a great moment. At number nineteen, we have Obi Wan versus Jango Fett from Attack of the Clones, and that is solely thankful or thanks to Jacob. Um, at number uh, 18, we have Kylo Ren versus Rey on the Death Star, and both of you had that in your rankings from The Rise of Skywalker. Um, yes. Number 17, we had the Battle of Geonosis from Attack of the Clones, and that is because of Brian. And number 16, we had the Force Awakens opening um, from The Force Awakens, and that is because of Brian as well. So uh, instead of running through every single one of these guys, let's just maybe one that surprised you that didn't make the list or isn't as high as you maybe thought it was. I would have thought you guys would have had the Battle of Genosis, at least like scraping the bottom, just because we see all the Jedi. Like, it. Is, I do love that moment, but just not top fifteen for me. Not top fifteen, top twenty. I agree. Uh, I, I personally, I just, I thought more people liked the Obi Wan versus Jango Fett than I did, but I guess not everyone thinks of it as fondly. But I, I don't care if. Attack of the Clones is the worst movie in the saga to me, and that is one of my favorite moments of the saga. And I don't think it's—it's it's not even a guilty pleasure moment. It's a—I think it's a great fight. It's, it is a great fight. I, I agree with you. It just—it just didn't make the cut as far as top fifteen goes for me. There's yeah, that's there's that's so fine. many there's so, so many, many yeah. moments. But I will say this: Attack of the Clones, even though it's—I think we all agree that it might be the worst in the saga. Yeah. Um, it has a lot of good moments. <laughs> I mean, yes, we just mentioned absolutely. too Obi Wan vs. Jango Fett and the Battle of Geonosis. Like, there's a lot of good moments in that movie. Other than those, though, yeah, like, that's yeah, that's fair. I mean, there is a couple more we could talk no, about. No, there is. I mean, I I like the Yoda um, and Dooku fight. I like the we talked about the opening of or the flying through Coruscant, the speeder mm-hmm. chase. There's there's a lot of good moments Agreed. in that movie. Um, I out of these ones. Um, I, I guess I am surprised, uh, like the Yoda lifting the X-Wing, um, me being the only one having that list. I thought that moment, uh, meant a lot more to a lot and it might mean a lot more to uh, viewers or other people out there. Um, but especially after seeing what translated in the rise of Skywalker, I felt like that moment maybe would have hit home a little bit harder, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, you were wrong. I guess I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, gentlemen, well, any last thoughts on the list before we get out of here? No, I'm curious to see the atrocities 
and crimes the conversations that, that happen next we, time. Uh, <laughs> me and Jacob apparently committed, so let's. Uh, can't wait to see that. I it's yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing this because it's this is very different than giving our top five moments for each each trilogy. So this is really cool. I'm glad we did it, this. I when I, I was not claiming that you guys made mistakes in your list. Uh, I I'm just shocked at where certain things are ranked. That's all I'm saying. You just don't like the order. Of I I don't like the way that some of these scenes and where some of these scenes ended up. That's all I'll say. Is there anything not in the top 10 that really makes you upset that you were referring to? Um if I had to go through the honorable mentions in the top 10, you don't have to no, say what's going to be it's going to be have the to say order what it is. Of things. That. Uh yeah, there there is something specific, but it's it kind of it's kind of grouped together with some other things as well. If that makes okay. sense, yeah. And I'll, I'll explain it, it next episode too. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, all right, well, guys, that wraps up the Pat on Podcast for today. Um, if you guys have some rankings yourselves, or if you guys did this along with us, make sure you guys leave that in the comments below. We'd love to hear you guys' list. Um, not just that, but. Uh, we also read comments out on our weekly show Apocalypse Now, and if you guys do that, we'll read it out on the show. We can talk about that with Keith and Gio as well. Um, make sure you guys follow us, not just on YouTube, but Twitter and Instagram. We post all of our links as, uh, there as well as do polls and kind of interact with fans as well. Uh, audio as well. We are up on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Google. You can find Padawan Podcast, Nerd Nation, Casting Table, and Apocalypse Now up on there as well as the Fanny Loring Club, our Star Wars review show. We review the Clone Wars every Friday, every episode. We did the Mandalorian when it came out. Now we're on to the Clone Wars. So make sure you guys check that out as well. Um, for Jacob, for Brian, for myself, we thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you guys uh, check out everything up on the channel. We'll see you guys next time, and may the Force be with you. <laughs>